You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you're challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series, 40 Days with James. Now looking at pseudo-wisdom. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. This is day 20 of our journey through James. We're nearly at the halfway point of this series. Thank you for sticking with it so far, and I pray that you will continue to the end. Today's offering is called pseudo-wisdom, pseudo as in false, false wisdom. And this comes from James 3:13 to 16. Today and tomorrow, we'll Look at the two types of wisdom that James identifies, one which is false, one which is true. Thus, we have pseudo-wisdom, and next time the reflection will be entitled Genuine Wisdom. Let me read. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts. Do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. That is our text. I've been holding back uh, from uh, reading this to you in the original language, but maybe I won't hold back right now. The passage we just looked at, James writes such fine Greek. It's uh, really cool. So those same verses. There's all kinds of alliteration and many words appear in James that are nowhere else in the New Testament. It's just fine Greek. Uh, Some scholars say, well, James couldn't have written it because, as we know, he's from Galilee and he was a country bumpkin. Well, I mean, he lived in Jerusalem probably most of his life. That was a cosmopolitan place. And who's to say whether he had good Greek or bad or whether he used a scribe, um, a secretary, which was the normal custom in those ancient days, even for people who are highly literate. They would dictate their letters, and Paul did that, so why not James? How much freedom they gave to those scribes uh, is a matter of speculation. So I don't have a problem with these being James's words, nor do I have a problem if they're James's ideas and his secretary uh, put flesh on them uh, or improved them. Either way, it's a pleasure to read. Incidentally, if you want to learn New Testament Greek, you're going to need to take a proper course in a college or university. Hmm? No, um, it's not realistic to become self-taught. I'll just learn a few words. You've got to learn the grammar and everything, uh, but it really does open up some doors. Some of you should do that. Most of you should not. 
Okay, what's the situation here? The situation that James is addressing is that some people evidently viewed themselves as superior. Right? Some people think they're better than everyone else. This kind of superiority, this elitism. Well, they could probably read the letter in the original Greek. Okay, look. But these people, they're overflowing with negative feelings. So far from being wise, they're profoundly unspiritual. James says wisdom must be shown by deeds and by humility. But look at the negative things he pinpoints. Bitter envy, selfish ambition, boasting perhaps. And he says that uh, there's also uh, disorder, every evil practice, and ultimately this is unspiritual, earthly, even demonic. So the Bible completely rejects the idea that just because someone is educated, that is wise, that just because someone has knowledge, that means he or she has wisdom. There are plenty of men and women who are wise in the Bible, and there are plenty of men and women who are fools in the Bible. Because wisdom is not a matter of education, it's a matter of character. Some people think that, well, you become wise automatically as you get older. I think that's generally true in some areas of life. I'm not sure how true that is overall. Although I did enjoy that t-shirt I saw in the airport a few years ago. If you want to be old and wise, first you must be young and stupid. And we look back on our years and we think, oh, I'm smarter than I was back then. But if we're humble, we realize, ah, I'll probably be making the same comment 10 years from now if I'm still on the earth. It's not just age that makes us wise. It's not just education, because knowledge and wisdom are not the same. Wisdom is knowledge used in a spiritual way. A strong intellect doesn't necessarily make somebody wise. I like the definition of intellectual that the writer Arthur C. Clarke offered. An intellectual. Someone who's been educated beyond their intelligence. <laughs> okay. And I, I don't know uh, how you feel or hear what I'm saying, but we need to be able to laugh at ourselves. We're, we, we know so much less than we even realize. And those of you who spend time in the world of books realize that maybe more than others because... There's no end to studying and writing. There's no end to research. With a million new books a year in English, you're never going to keep up. It's impossible. You see, I have uh, three degrees, three university degrees, and I spent another uh, three years in university not getting a degree, just doing something else. But often I act unintelligently. I mean, I've studied education and theology and history. Sometimes I get the history wrong. Sometimes I do things that I learn not to do in education and in theology. I'm still quite immature in some areas. See, it's not just going to college that makes you intelligent. I was on church staff, that is working for the church, for 20 years, but still commit errors of judgment. I mean, lessons that I... I thought I was learning back in the 80s and 90s. Um, you just having longevity, just having seniority doesn't necessarily make you wise. Of course, it should. 
I've, another example, as long as I'm putting myself down, I've got a great wife. She is wise. We're well into our fourth decade of marriage, and I have learned a lot from her, selectively. I've learned some things that I was willing to learn and others I should have learned by now. So hopefully we agree that wisdom is a spiritual quality. Of course, it involves knowledge, but it's not the same thing. You could say it's knowledge used spiritually. And so if we don't live humbly and live out our faith, James is focusing on deeds, right? We're not justified by faith alone. Deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. See, if we're really wise, then we're aware of so many things we don't know. We're aware of our need for help from others. We're aware of our need uh, for God. But when people set themselves up superior to others, watch out. There can be bitter envy. There can be selfish ambition and every uh, evil practice and disorder. Uh, humility helps us to order our lives. When the Lord is not truly at the center, things become disordered because things are lopsided, things are skewed, and things get chaotic and they get confusing. Okay, those are some of my musings, reflections. Take it or leave it. Uh, next, we'll well, in chapter 3, we have one more passage to go, and it's one of the passages, I promised, uh, that most churches ignore, and I know um, not everyone's going to like what I've got to say, but I'll be doing it next, so pray for me. And anyway, let's pray right now. Dear Lord, we, we long to have every spiritual quality to grow in our knowledge of you, our knowledge of the Word, to grow in humility to be wise, and we are easily deceived. We think we're wise when we're not. We think too much as the world thinks, and we know that division in the body of Christ is so often traceable to refusal to listen to people who think they've got it all figured out. We are ignorant, we are needy, we're wanderers, we're just sheep. Lord, please love us and forgive us our sins and lead us today and to life everlasting. Amen. We hope you enjoyed Douglas's teaching on 40 Days with James. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.